Hello and welcome to another episode of the Barstool Music UK's podcast, Safe Space. My name is Luke Knowles and I am once again joined this week by another brilliant independent artist. This time we are going the hip-hop route and talking to the brilliant artist that is Abby Power. Over the last three years she's dropped three EPs consecutively. She's just a great talent, really passionate about what she does and with her latest release, Inspirations, I heard it instantly fell in love with it went back listened to her previous two releases and thought i really want to get to know this artist so i invited her onto the podcast we had a good long chat all about her past in music her future in music and sort of what she's just doing generally now um so before we get into that as always here is a little taste of what abby power sounds like come on help me find my way help me find my way nowhere to escape So there you have it. That was Abby Power with her track Find My Way, taken from her great new EP, Inspirations which is out now. I do advise you go to listen to it, but not before you've learned all you need to know about the artist herself. So without further ado, here is my interview with the brilliant Abby Power. Right, so Abby Power, welcome to the Safe Space podcast. How are you? I'm well, thank you for having me. How are you? Really good, really good. I've actually been uh, listening to your new EP. Amazing. Influences today. Nice. And um can't get um find your way find my way out of my head yeah the opening song that's a good start that's a good start yeah it's it's a proper earworm there nice well i'm glad you like it yeah no it's brilliant how how has the kind of reception in a wider sense been for you from the ep well the the album sorry it's an it is an ep you're right it is an ep oh is it an ep uh, yeah i think i'm not ready for an album yet I want to do something. Yes. If I'm going to go for an album, I think I'm going to go for like something big, and I'm just not prepared for yeah. that right now. But um, yeah, yeah. It, it, to be honest, yeah, it's getting really good feedback across the board. Yeah. You know, um, I use a lot of kind of submission sites as well, kind of like Submit Hub, um, Muso Soup, that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah, the reception has been great. I mean, it ended up with us having this conversation right now. Um, yeah which is amazing. And then I ran a campaign with the 1994 collective. So usually I do my own emails, um, you know, sending hundreds of emails every time I've got yeah. released. So I thought, you know what, let me put it into the trusting hands of, of someone that I've worked with before. Um, yeah. Which is Chloe McKell. It's, it's her company. So I was like, you know what, I'll let the professionals do it this time. <laughs> so they handled that side of the campaign and stuff as well. Um, yeah. So far I've got, you know, I've got a, uh, an interview on Friday for a radio station that I've never even had my music played on before so that's really cool so they picked it up and first time they listened to it they wanted to get me on the show which I'm humbled by so that's really nice yeah oh no it's brilliant because it has been quite um a busy three years because you've dropped Mm -hmm. three releases each year like is it was is that something that you was like this is my aim. No. Did it just happen kind of thing? None of them are planned. None of the EPs are planned. Like it's always just ends up being me and my producers, um, Sam the 16 and Hennessy underscore TK. Uh, We just sit there in our group chat and we're just, you know, throwing ideas around and they're like, Oh, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. (laughs) And sometimes I'll have a couple of songs recorded and then it will end up being like, Oh, maybe we should build on this and make it into something which is what happened yeah. with this because I think the first two songs I had for this was 
I think it was Find My Way and Shades of Blue. I had those two yeah. songs and then we just ended up making it into an EP, uh, but we had no intention of doing it. It just so happens that every single year since I started making music again, um, we, we've got them out, which is it's not a bad thing. I need to, you know, I need to express myself somehow. So, yeah, yeah. Well, there was sort of, sort of from listening to them, because I've gone back and listened to all three of them. Oh, nice. Weird, like, just just as good Thank as you. they are because because i will admit like hip-hop that sort of genre because mm. that that is kind of kind of like the bread and butter in your music is, yeah is something i don't listen to a lot see i like before. that i like that more i like that i yeah. kind of got you listening to something that's not really your usual forte so that's awesome yeah it, it was it was just something so relaxing and nice. catchy like i said about find your way yeah. sort of catchy about it and all that sort of stuff that it was um I've completely lost the point of what I was. Thinking. <laughs> I I prob- that's my. I always fault. do this all the time. I do this all the time. I go down a path and realize actually I want to say something else and end up going off somewhere else. But no, yeah. So with the three releases, mm. I've I've listened to them all and it's really great. And there's some great collaborations on all three mm. of them. Is is collaborating something that you really try and aim for because it helps you sort of grow when you write songs? Um, I mean. In terms of getting other artists on my tracks, I'm not the best at that um, because mm. I tend to just, you know, go full steam ahead and, <laughs> you know, end up with three Ps that weren't planned. But um, yeah. I, I, I would love to work with more people. I love working with yeah. other artists. Um, it's just not always something that is easy to do because, you know, yeah. people have different schedules to you and there's different timescales to stuff. Me, I want things done yesterday. So I'm very an impatient person. Um, but yeah. I completely understand. Obviously, people have other commitments. They don't need to yeah. drop everything because I've asked for a, a feature. Um, but yeah, I tend to just kind of stick to my own, just myself and my two producers. As you'll see yeah. them on most of my stuff is either Francis the Mute or it's Sam 16 and Hennessy TK. And they're, they're both the same people, but yeah. the collective for the kind of music that Francis the Mute uh, make and and as the other aliases yeah. is different so but they are essentially they are the same people <laughs> so my circle yeah. is very small but um i've been working with sam the 16 since i was 16 we met in college um okay. so yeah it's it's been a long road and i just i met hennessy in 2020 and you know we've had a great working relationship since and a great friendship and stuff so i'm just yeah. really grateful for them but yeah we've uh, yeah. wanted to work with more artists i definitely want to it's just yeah. getting around to doing that because sometimes you have to find a song that you don't want to have to share, I guess, or go halves with. Like you like to just yeah. you like how it is. So you it's, yeah. it's about finding the fit, isn't it? So yeah, but I would definitely like to work with more artists this year for sure. Yeah, it's it's not like you said, it's it's finding that one song that you're not like, but I want to do mm-hmm. it all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want anyone else to come on it because they'll ruin it. <laughs> uh, it's not even that. It's just like I just want it to myself. It is nothing to yeah. do with if someone will ruin it or not. I just I'm being greedy. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 really nice because I don't I never remembered the point. I was gonna say a lot of your music is very sort of autobiographical mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So obviously work from you meeting the producers and working with them for so long yeah. does it make it easier to be that kind of open and honest with your yeah. tracks I believe so yeah I feel even yeah. though if I was working with someone else I feel like I'd still write about the same kind of stuff yeah. I'm very much an open book I have no secrets you know um some are, I, I I only know what uh, to write about because I've experienced it yeah. I can't write songs about things I've not experienced I mean I guess some people can they they you know the stuff that they write about that they haven't maybe experienced or done before but I can only write what I've lived um 
So regardless yeah. of who I'm working with, it, that's just what it's going to be. I'm not going to pretend that I've got, you know, a Lamborghini and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I have, I've, I've got a, a decent enough car, but no, I'm not going to pretend yeah. that, um, <laughs> I'm something that I'm I've not. I've got a Lamborghini remote control yes, car. Yes, exactly. I don't even have that. I don't even have yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm very much honest and I don't want it to ever be... I'm scared. Like I would be scared if I did lie on music because... There's always a chance mm. you're gonna like be famous, and then everyone that knows you will be like, "What? What are you talking about? That, that's yeah. not." So I could never do that from the sheer embarrassment, like the fear of the embarrassment of that. As yeah, one being point. caught yeah. caught out on a on a track and yeah, having wild. the story sold, and it's like, oh, God. that's what I mean. Like I show my parents, and they're like, "What? Are you, you didn't do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good song, though, right? It sells." Yeah, that wasn't you. It was our neighbour. What you did? <laughs> exactly. So, oh, sorry, my mistake. Yeah. Um, then the credit list just gets <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> well, obviously with all the things being so autobiographical and all that sort of mm. stuff you do talk a lot about kind of taking a break like having a break between music yeah. and all that sort of stuff so would you like to kind of expand on sort of what was that sort of time like for you in between the sort of music nun then music again it was weird um yeah. because Obviously, I went to college at 16 and yeah. did a music course. And from then, that's when I kind of really was recording and making music with people, releasing, doing videos, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was doing that for about five years, I'd say, until I was maybe about 21. Um, yeah. I was with an independent label, that kind of stuff. They were helping me with obviously getting my music out there. Uh, they got me on platforms like Link Up TV, which was a big one for um, kind of the genre of music, like yeah. UK hip hop and stuff and UK rap music. Um, so yeah we were busy for those years and I guess life kind of got in the way because for those years I was making music up until I was maybe like 19 I didn't have a job because yeah. my parents were like okay cool like we'll we'll entertain this period for a while while you you know while you're not paying <laughs> fingers crossed stuff. behind the backs kind of thing. right <laughs> and then it just got to a point where you know you're getting older you need to start paying your way and yeah. you want to start driving and all that kind of stuff so yeah, we I don't know we had a, like an amicable agreement that we were just going to part ways with the label and stuff and then yeah. I went into the working world and I you know bought my first car and I went and got another job and all that kind of stuff and I yeah. was in the working world up until well I still am but until yeah. 2020 where I had the opportunity to really sit down and think oh my god like nobody can leave the house yeah. no one can do anything what better opportunity I was still working from home the whole time I didn't get a break but yeah I was still at home so there wasn't the commute and all that stuff so you get more time back yeah so I was like okay this is a perfect opportunity to you know if I want to get back into music this is it so yeah I so, took it yeah and bought a load of equipment I went and spoke to a load of people that I was friends with like um, as I said Sam 16 I was asking him about equipment I was asking Genesis Elijah he's another rapper about yeah. equipment um Courtney Bennett uh, R&B singer she actually sold me her microphone um mm. we've known each other for a very long time um we worked together I think it was it's probably about 10 years now yeah, yeah. we've got a video on link up tv but yeah everyone that I kind of was friends with and stuff from back when I was making music I just yeah. reached out again I was like guys I'm I've, back. You know, I've woken from my slumber <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and asked what the best equipment was and you know I bought it and I just taught myself how to use Ableton yeah and bought a laptop and all that stuff and yeah I just kind of went from there got back into contact properly with Sam started making music and yeah haven't stopped since 
Oh, nice. So, so it was literally like the, the lockdown was kind of mm-hmm. a positive boost. Definitely. It's the only like... positive to come out of it. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. there has to be something and it was that. So I'm glad it was that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm guessing like at that point, like a lot of people, it was sort of like if you were working from home as well, you felt completely trapped. Yes, it in is, doing yeah. nothing and it must have like I know for a lot of people like the mental health thing was all up in the air because yeah. there wasn't a yeah. lot of oh let's help it was kind of like oh just deal with it yourself and <laughs> sort yeah. that kind of thing You're so in it your must kind of, yeah, yeah in yeah. your own bubble overthinking everything mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> so it must have been nice to have that release with the yeah. music so I'm guessing there's quite a lot of lockdown demos loaded onto your uh, <laughs> You know what? I probably <laughs> released most of the stuff that I recorded. Yeah. Uh, like you, like back in the day, I'd record a load of stuff, and half of it wouldn't get released to the yeah. world. But um, now we tend to get quite lucky. Um, maybe two to four I've scrapped since 2020. Wow. Um, which is a really good number. And I don't. In yeah. my own head, I'm like, yeah, that means that they're all good, but. Yeah. at the same time I'm like hmm but that might mean that no you're just releasing a load of stuff that might not be good and you need to, oh. need to relax <laughs> so there's all it depends on who's listening I guess but yeah. I, I, I I'm proud of the stuff that I've released since 2020 for sure no it's it is like I said it's, it is really really good to listen to and nice to listen to and, and it feels very raw and sort of okay. passionate with the music and all that is, is that kind of what attracted you to hip-hop and rap and all that is the kind of yeah. almost frankness of the genre because mm-hmm. like punk and grunge it's quite yeah. frank in it's, its delivery you yeah. got to say what you got to say yeah I mean it's an amazing expressive art form in yeah. itself you know it's poetry with a beat behind it essentially yeah. so and that's what got me into it because I started off I always liked hip-hop I my, I've got two older brothers you know I grew up listening to hip-hop it was always yeah. on the tv mtv you know, Tupac, everything was on um, when I was growing up. So I wasn't a stranger to it, but when I kind of really started falling in love with it is when I started to watch Def Jam Poetry Slams on YouTube. Yeah. Um, They all kind of, like Lauren Hill and Kanye West uh, and loads, most Def, loads of people went on to that platform and just did spoken word. And it was just really beautiful to hear. Even with Kanye West, I'm sure he did it with one of his songs. He broke it down and made it into a spoken word piece. Yeah, I've seen artists do that before, and it, it really mm-hmm. kind of it, it makes you do think about that old argument of between music and poetry. Yeah, as people exactly. say, it's not really poetry, but then I was like, well, it is. I mean, it is. Like, <laughs> it is. It is. Let's be honest. Yeah, because the, the beauty of poetry is there's no sh- technically no structure. There's no. It's, it's, it's all about emotion, passion, and the odd rhyme every now and again <laughs> it's true it's true and I was definitely I was trying to write poetry but yeah I realized that it probably looked it was more like lyrics mm. um because I did want to do the rhyming thing and I did want to have this that and everything out it wasn't um structured as beautifully as they were able to put it in spoken words yeah um pieces but I used to send it around to all of my friends and stuff um and say, hey, like, I just wrote this poem. What do you think? Just because I like seeing, I, I like to be able to write stuff that other people can relate to. Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to get their opinion on it. And they were always really honest. And after a, a while, they were kind of like, oh, have you ever thought about putting this into lyrics? Like making it into songs and tracks? And I was like, don't be silly. You know, I don't <laughs> want to be a music artist. I can't do that. And then yeah. over time, the more people saying it and the more that I kind of grew up, I was listening to more music, listening to more hip hop, listening to more kind of everything and I was just inspired by everything I was listening to I guess I'd grown out of that child stage and now my head is starting my brain is starting to form 
as a teenager and a young adult and my passions are starting to come to the forefront of my life yeah. I guess and, and music ended up being that that thing so as much as I laughed about it when someone first suggested it I'm glad they did and planted the seed I guess so yeah and I, I gave it a go and yeah. the first couple songs and stuff were terrible as they always are when you first yeah. start um and yeah they're really cringy but you, you have to go through that cringy stage and oh, you have to go through the stage of being rubbish at something because that's the only way you're going to get better um, yeah I think I think if any artist I said have never written a rubbish song, yeah, they're lying. It's, they're, lie. it, it's, it's, some, it's tucked away <laughs> in a dusty drawer somewhere. It's true. With their parents I'm sure loft. mine is on. One of them is on YouTube somewhere. Or really? I, I feel like it might be. I don't know if I tried to get it removed. It wasn't on my channel. I might have been able to, but I'm sure someone with investigation skills yeah. can find something and be like, "Wow." Well, if I do find so. it, I'll leave a link to it in the description. Please <laughs> do. Oh well, listen. If you do find it, then listen to recent stuff, and you'll see just how far I've progressed. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. that, that's what it's all about. It's it's the yeah, mirroring yeah. of look how far she's come. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. She was awful, but she's good now. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. No, was it? Did you kind of do the whole sort of like with her hip hop and all that sort of stuff? There's all like mm -hmm. the club scene and the going and collaborating live with people and all that sort of stuff. No. Did you get much involved in that? I wasn't really that person, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was never the clubber person. Um, in the recent years, I, I did like in my like recent years to today like yeah. I was going before COVID and stuff but even then it was like once a month and it was just the yeah. one event that I'd go to because I liked the organizers and how it used to how it used to run yeah but when growing up though I wasn't really the clubber person I, yeah. I was the person that was at home playing PlayStation yeah. or listening to music writing lyrics <laughs> reading comic books graphic novel that kind yeah, of stuff yeah um going out to eat and you know going to cocktail bars and eating that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. That, was, that was my jam but I wasn't the person going clubbing and stuff every weekend though. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that was, that was never my scene. Um, in terms of collaborating, I did collaborate um, and I performed live at some very small events. Uh, yeah. One was an abandoned church. It was like an art saves lives event um, oh, nice. where it was like poetry and it was artwork. And then yeah. um, we did a performance there. And then when I left college, we did a leavers performance in Watford at one of the nightclubs. Yeah. But other than that, I'm, uh, I'm very low key. Yeah. I'm very much an introvert. Um, yeah. You just... Get me in a music scenario. I'll talk for hours like I'm doing now, but yeah. I don't like being around like crowds of people and stuff. It's not for me. Um, yeah, COVID right. has probably not helped that either. <laughs> um, but it's, it is what it is. It's just got you too used to not having to speak to anyone. That's true. I mean, the, the joke is like, I, I was, as I said, I was working through lockdown. Yeah. I have a team of people um, that are my team at work. And I talk to them day in, day out, day in, day out. Yeah. But it's just, that's your job. You're an autopilot at this point. You know yeah. what you need to do to get the day and the job done. Um, so, yeah, it was. Yeah, I've lost the point of what I was talking about now. <laughs> I can't, I've done a year. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking so, about? I, 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 I completely. No, yeah, it was just about sort of like your younger days with the live stuff. And yes. obviously on the hip hop scene, yes. there's a lot of like thing about going to clubs, performing at clubs mm -hmm. and DJing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, obviously being an introverted, sounds like the dream, <laughs> just playing PlayStation and reading graphic it. novels, listening to music. It's, it was uh... <laughs> great. I love living with my parents. So yeah. I didn't make the most of it while I was doing it. And yeah. whoever is listening, if you are living at home, please, I'm begging you, like Milk it make the most worth. of it. Yeah. Oh my God, do it. <laughs> Because when the bills hit you every month, that's it. That's yeah. crazy. But it is what it is. I had yeah. my time. It's cool. Yeah. 
Was was you as you said, like your parents did the whole sort of like go on, then you go give it a go sort of moment. Yeah, have, I mean, have they always been quite sort of musical themselves, or like mm-mm. sort of encouraging of your music? Always so, encouraging of yeah. my music, not musical, not musically inclined themselves. Yeah. Um, the very traditional Irish um, love country mm. music, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They like they're listeners, and they they obviously when they were growing up, they used to love going out to the to the discos and yeah. dancing and doing what what they need to do. Um, but they were never like musicians, and and they weren't like in love or making music themselves. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were always encouraging of me, and I think, especially my mum, she just liked that I had something to express myself with. Yeah. Like she, re- even when I stopped making music, every couple of weeks or every couple of months, she'd be like, "So, um, do you still speak to Sam, or do you said, you know, do you want to make yeah. more music?" Like, and I'm just like, "No, I'm not not involved with that anymore." And yeah. she was always trying to plant the seed back in my head because she just wanted me to have an outlet. She didn't yeah. want me to kind of sit there and fester on all this stuff when I could be releasing it into something that I enjoyed doing. Yeah. So, yeah, she was always encouraging, for sure. No, well, that's, it's nice that she sort of did sort of every couple of weeks. Like, you sure you don't want to do the music? Yeah. Because yeah. then that just, would have kept it alive in the back of your head. Of like, it's true. Well, if, she if, never kept it. She, it never left her head. She yeah. She was always determined, I think, to make sure that I somehow, even if it wasn't to the scale where I was releasing music, I was at least yeah. just making it for myself. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's one it's one thing like releasing it, but then if, as you said, if you're just making it and creating it, mm-hmm. it would be like a musical journal, yeah, kind of thing. Definitely. So it's um, yeah, she's been cool. Yeah, and my whole family, to be fair, they, they're yeah. all very encouraging. Like they just they're, they're very laid back anyway. You know, they've yeah. never been the kind of people that you must do this, you must do that. Yes, they always said you, you must work. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't ever think that you can just go through life. And, and not work for your money and all that kind of stuff. So they yeah. always well, I think um, that's across that the board, like Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, they always drilled that into me and always gave me a great work ethic and stuff. But yeah. in terms of me wanting to do creative stuff, I know unfortunately a lot of parents don't always support that side of mm. when their kids want to, you know, make music or, or do art or modeling or whatever it is. They they kind of want them to stick to certain thing they want to yeah, go more to stable study yeah, things, yeah exactly something that's can't kind of turn around and bite them in the bum yeah you know if it does all go go wrong but yeah, yeah my parents were just always very encouraging i think yeah. they, they never put pressure on anything with that there was no expectations other than just to have have fun just do what you need to do to to make the music that you want to make and, and feel good about yeah what you're doing Oh, and do your brothers blast your music out as well? Uh, I don't think so. It's not really their cup of tea. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like they. I don't know if they tell me, yeah. um, but they they could. And if they do, thank you. Um, yeah. But no, I they're into all kinds of different stuff. I mean, yeah. growing up, obviously, we were all hip hop, UK garage, that kind of thing. But my brothers are a lot older than me, so mm. um, they're, they're in a different stage of their life now. They listen to a different kind of music. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. They probably just play it to all their mates. That's my sister. <laughs> that would be cute. Yeah, that would be cute. Embarrassing, but it would be cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as they do it and you don't have to know about it, it's fine. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm very yeah. awkward with that kind of stuff. So, like, there was one time that I was mortified. I I used to go back to Ireland quite a lot because I'm Irish. Um, yeah. So I used to fly back by myself to spend some time with my cousins and that kind of stuff. And mm. we were out one time at my local pub, like very, very, very countryside. And I was, yeah, like yeah. it's. 
like Emmerdale times a thousand. It's a proper crazy. Irish village. Kind Definitely. Of thing. It yeah. was be- it's beautiful. But yeah. we were all in this place now and I must have been about 19, 18, 19 maybe. Mm. And what comes on the TV and the speakers, but my video with Courtney Bennett, um, <laughs> See Me Fall, that I released when I was about 17. Yeah. And it played throughout the whole thing. And I was like, that's so embarrassing because I know for sure that 99% of people here do not appreciate hip hop music. They yeah. don't want to be hearing this right now. And I'm just there embarrassed. My cousins are like, yay! Like, <laughs> You're just slowly yeah. getting lower in your chair. Like. Honest to God. Like, and they're so proud of it. Like, and yeah. obviously I'm, I am proud of it, but I'm just, I, I'm not very good at public kind of appreciation or public praise like that. I get a bit yeah. awkward about it. I get like that sometimes. Like I organised a um, live gig uh, last week. and Amazing. They were like, oh, thank you luke and also i was like yeah it's like it's trying scary. to hide, hide behind my sister and things like that because it's like yeah thank you yeah <laughs> yeah you just want to be in the shadows yeah just, you know it's fine when they praise you on like social media and stuff it's like oh cool because it's yeah. still for a screen but when people are like putting all of the attention on me in a room i'm like oh my god this yeah. is not yeah it's a lot yeah thank you yeah <laughs> just, go, just go start blushing and stuff and yeah and then, then there's that awkward moment where it's like do i need to say anything more like right expecting more they're still here what do i do <laughs> <laughs> they're just looking at me yeah. <laughs> just run away and never yeah. go back to that venue ever again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you had sort of like many moments when you've been out and about sort of like awkwardly recognized kind of thing not in re- like not in the last like 10 years yeah. I don't think but no I, w- I would say not in the last seven years I definitely yeah. had like two instances and it was really weird um while well, I was walking down the road in Watford High Street yeah and someone came up to me and was like are you Abby Power I'm like what are you being serious <laughs> like is there cameras right now are you trying to catch yeah. me doing that and then they were like no nah, like I-, I found you on YouTube and you're sick I was like what amazing like this is ridiculous like so that did happen like they didn't yeah. it wasn't like a they didn't ask for photos and stuff they yeah just, it was they, just a kind of acknowledging yeah. your existence yeah and just saying like I, I like your music and that kind of thing I thought that was amazing yeah. I just couldn't get over it for a whole like month I think I had a smile on my face it's yeah like, I you could know, imagine I got yeah. recognized in public mum <laughs> <laughs> look at me now but yeah. yeah only like once or twice um but that was it and it was yeah. in, you know, back when I was on Link Up TV and stuff quite a bit, I used to release a lot of videos on there. Yeah. And that was one of the main platforms people kind of watched uh, for that kind of music at yeah. the time. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely from that. It wasn't because I was any other way famous. Yeah, yeah. But it was just because you like the videos. Is that kind of yeah. this time around with releasing the EPs and sort of with lockdowns limiting the sort of going mm-hmm. out there sort of aspect, has, has it felt a bit nicer to not have that have that pressure of like doing videos and... I think live so. things it has yeah. yeah because even when I'm even now I'm asked like so many people ask me and they're like oh you know we've got an event going on do you want to come down and perform and I'm like nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to come and watch it but yeah I'll check the diary <laughs> it's that, that's what I mean I panic um yeah. and I'm slowly getting better with like because I'm like going to radio stations and stuff I'm getting yeah. better with that um obviously this is a ideal scenario because I don't even have to leave the comfort of my own yeah. house um, <laughs> but yeah I mean it is I'm hoping that at some stage to get past this because mm. as much as I love being a bedroom artist it would I'm very jealous of people that can just go and stand on a stage and yeah. you know perform because I am petrified 
of doing it. Like I've never, even when I was a child, I wasn't that kid that was at the front reading. I was at the back. But my mum could barely see me. Yeah. But I, I, you know, she uh, acknowledged me in the back there. Yeah. She, she went. She just went there to be polite, not because I had a part in anything. You know. <laughs> um, so just yeah, to see I'm you very. In the back, like... Basically, and I'd always yeah. make sure that I was at the back of everything. I was never at the forefront, which makes it very oh, yeah, awkward yeah. when you're an artist because you're very much in people's kind of, you're, you know, people are listening to your music. They're yeah. seeing you online. They're seeing all of this kind of stuff. So it's obviously the natural next step is to be in their faces in live performances yeah. and stuff. So it's going to be awkward. Um, it's not like I haven't performed before, but it has been over a decade. At well, I was going to, I was going to say like the the, the whole like because mm-hmm. at first you'd kind of get over your stage fright or anxiety yeah. or whatever as you do it more in the start, but then having yeah. that break in between, you're like, I've already been through it once. Do I really yeah. want to go through it again? <laughs> I did it. It's not like I was doing it a lot. You know, I only yeah. really performed. I'd say I think it was like two or three times. So it's yeah. never loads. Um, no, it it was three times because I just remember the time in a Yatesies in Harrow that I performed as well. And you, you tried uh, to block. <laughs> yes, it was at the back of my brain. Um, I, re- I performed there with Courtney Bennett. That one wasn't yeah. so bad because I had someone on stage with me. I yeah. think if I had someone on the stage with me, with like a hype man, I think that's yeah, a lot easier. Yeah, you have to get a hype man and a bunch of backup dancers that you can stand it's behind. Mad, it's mad. I don't make that kind of music. So it, my, my music is very intimate. So I can't yeah. even do that. Um, I can do it with a band, I guess. Like um, yeah. me and Francis the Mute have often discuss like if we were to do live shows it'd be great for them to just get up there with their guitars and stuff and I'll yeah. just do it that way um which I imagine it would make it a lot easier but at the same time I don't want to forget lyrics that's my biggest fear yeah like I don't want to be up there and forget my lyrics and then not be able to recover and then I'm just like well what now like, yeah. <laughs> I'm up there in front of people and then that's yeah. it yeah so put that's on the my CD, biggest put on the CD. definitely it's like just play the backing track yeah. <laughs> um but i feel like it's weird i can remember my hooks and the songs where i don't rap so yeah. easily but because i feel like i probably write a lot of like a lot of rap verses mm. i don't really remember most of them like I, I do remember them obviously if i'm listening to them but i'm not going to remember them word for word there are songs that i've released in the last three years i can't remember a lot of it like yeah <laughs> but I re- always remember the choruses I always remember the, the songs like there's I've got a song called Count Blessings that's like majority singing yeah. and I can remember that and I, I don't know why I feel like when I'm singing things or it's something that needs to be sung it's a lot easier to remember than it is lyrics uh, for rap for like rap yeah. verses and stuff, well I think because because is... I spoke to a, a rapper once called Conscious Root who's based up in Scotland yeah. and and he used to say that with his his rap kind of thing, sometimes his live performance would be different because he'd make different links in his head, yeah, as opposed to what he did when yeah. recording. And he's like, so you'll never get to the same, yeah. And that must be the same for you, like where as you as you start to rap, you, your brain goes off in a it different does. direction because it's different not in tangent the identical yeah. headspace. I start on the was. second verse and I'm only on yeah. like the fourth bar of the first one. I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's I do, I've always had a rubbish memory as it is. Yeah. Um, so trying to pile it on and remember every single individual, it just petrifies yeah. me. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine. I never know how rappers do it. Because it's so, uh, I, I can just about string, as you've seen, four sentences together before I forget <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> you've been doing all right. You've been doing all yeah, right. Yeah, so it's um, it's just when when I like I hear you rapping on tracks, I'm like, mm-hmm. how 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 do you not like some stumble? some rappers don't even write their lyrics. Yeah, like 
I mentioned earlier, Genesis Elijah, he doesn't write his lyrics. Uh, I don't know how much just I think it might be all of them, but of you just pick up and go. And it's like, yeah. that's incredible. Like, I'm so, so jealous that, like, yeah, I can write a good song. I'm mm. very good in a studio. I'm very good in an environment where it's not live in front of people. Yeah. Um, there could be like five, six, seven people. I don't care in the studio, whatever. I'll go and record. Yeah. That still to me is not as daunting at all as, you know, being in a live scenario at a performance yeah. or something. Because, you know, I can make changes in the studio. I can't make changes as I'm standing here now, like, yeah. like live to someone. Yeah, if you live, you can't go, stop, stop, I need to do that again. That's what I mean. <laughs> I didn't hit that note well enough. Like, hold on. Doing Adele when she did that um, yeah. show on ITV. She said, no, I wasn't happy. I rate that. I love that. Yeah. He's incredible. No, I'm not happy with that. Starting again. Okay, what a woman. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it's love like it. someone's going to turn around and say, no, you've got to carry yeah, on. I know, right? <laughs> if anyone, it would have been Alan Carr in that style. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, she's no, great. She that. is. She is. really good. And I think what you should do is just to kind of get it out of the way. Just do one really big live show. Get it all done. Then you never have to do another one for about five years. You reckon? You reckon yeah. it'll work? Yeah, we just do it. Just <laughs> and do I just all fumble at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Every single EP, just do yeah. all three of them. Make it an hour and a half straight performance. Yeah, you know. and then just close your eyes the whole way. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. That would be that would definitely go viral for the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. it would be all over TikTok and stuff about yeah. me fumbling. It would be like the eight mile where he he fumbles his, his yeah. But <laughs> I don't know if I could recover the way he did though, <laughs> and that's the only difference. But yeah, be a true go. test. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. One of the things I'd like to ask is like, obviously with hip hop and things, what's it like being a female hip hop <laughs> artist nowadays? Like, is it still quite... You know what? No, it's nowhere near as bad as it was yeah. before. I mean, consider the amount of female hip hop artists and, and rappers from the UK, even they're just blowing up left, right and yeah. center everywhere. And it's amazing. Like, you know, it isn't the case where, oh, you're good for a girl anymore. It's, oh, you, you're good. Yeah. Like, you're just good. Full stop. Because you are. Yeah, you're yeah. good full stop. Because that's how it should have always been. Like, it shouldn't yeah. be gender neutral or gender whatever. You know, it's my gender does not define how good or bad a rapper I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm either good or I'm bad. That's it. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't, to be honest, me, I, I've been very fortunate. I've never had anyone kind of come up to me and be like, oh, you know you shouldn't do this because you're a girl yeah Pat on oh. the head. <laughs> yeah i haven't had anyone be patronizing or anything yeah. and i think that's a massive rarity um yeah so i've been very fortunate because i know that people have had some really really bad experiences yeah. being a female in the industry and i can just you know thank god thank whoever it is has been protecting me up to this point but i yeah. haven't had to experience that kind of thing but it is very much still in existence it does still happen but it's yeah. being called out and hopefully we'll get to a point where it isn't something that ever happens again yeah you know, in an I'd, ideal world but no I do think I think across sort of music as a whole as well it's there's a bit mm -hmm. more sort of a more of a vocal fight yes. for equality and things like that yeah. and not just token equality like actual yeah true equality Actual, yeah exactly like I, I thought i'd ask because there's someone who hasn't really been into modern hip-hop i've spoken to a few hip-hop artists and they have said that the, the sort of landscape is changing mm -hmm. a lot especially in sort of recent years so i thought yeah. it'd be nice to ask and sort of find out where it yeah, is in, in that kind americans of definitely helped with it i mean yeah. i sort of definitely saw a switch happen when Nicki minaj first came on the scene for the first yeah. time 
I mean, there was always little Kims and the Trinas and, and that kind of stuff. And they were always, you know, highly regarded in, in the hip hop scene. But yeah. as a like across the board, were they like, household names? Would my mom know who little Kim is? No. <laughs> would she know who Nicki Minaj is? Yeah, she would. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I guess, the direction it all headed in. It, it went in the right direction during the period of time where rappers like her were coming out. Yeah. And now you've got people like Doja Cat that are completely switching up completely. Yeah, she's a rapper, but she does all kinds of stuff. Like yeah. she does all of the um, the choreography in her videos is incredible. The videos themselves are incredible. They're so well thought out. She has the world's attention. And yeah. it's, you know, it's amazing to see a woman in that in that position. Yeah, because I remember listening to your track. Um, oh, what is it now? Queen, is it Queens in the industry? Queen. Queens, yeah. Just Queen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and like listening to sort of like your like really passioned sort of just just frank again that frankness and sort yeah. of like they are here like there you go so yeah, respect them yeah yeah we are here respect us you yeah. know we have every right to be here the same way that you you do you know anyone has a right to make music yeah and it's just about i feel like sometimes women are so scared to be friendly with other mm. women um because they've had such competition for so long trying to fight to get attention full stop yeah from their male counterparts that I, I don't know if it's they're a threatened thing or they just i don't know they got their back up a little bit until they get to know people they don't yeah. let them in as, as easy but we have any given opportunity i want to just you know always big up females and and shout out the females that are inspiring me yeah and i feel no way about doing that i feel like a lot of people in the uk call you like a beg or, oh, you're up that person's bum. Like, why? No, I'm just complimenting their talent. Like, relax. Yeah, you can compliment someone without desperately trying to seek right. their approval. It's like, exactly. they're good. <laughs> exactly. It's like they're talented. Like, stop being a hater. But, yeah, um, yeah any opportunity, I just, yeah, big up women every time. Yeah. Have you got sort of much more planned in the way of new music sort of moving on into this year? Yes. I, yeah. I I joked earlier about accidentally having three EPs. Um, yeah. I've accidentally started another one. <laughs> um, but that wasn't my fault. Um, yeah. Hennessy hit me up with a project that he had been planning and stuff and mm. asked if I would be happy to vocal it. Yeah. Um, and that was on a Saturday night. And by the Sunday afternoon, I'd already sent them over two of the songs. <laughs> um, and here we are. So we're, we're working through that, hopefully to get done by... April times but it's a different vibe completely it's not I'm not rapping it on the project at all yeah which is is really it's a challenge because songs where you just sing the whole way through are a lot more difficult in my opinion than writing rap lyrics yeah and that might be controversial I don't care but it <laughs> is it is <laughs> like yeah it well, is you can't hide behind anything and raps you're gonna yeah. know what you're talking yeah. about well i guess i <laughs> yeah. guess but yeah it's definitely a lot more time consuming but yeah. the actual process of it i enjoy more yeah um i really do enjoy the singing so i'm not the world's best singer but i just i just have fun i don't yeah. want to sound like whitney houston you know i'd love to but i'm not whitney houston <laughs> so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna stick to what's in my remit what gifts i've been given and what note i have been given that i can hear yeah. and shouldn't go above that <laughs> and yeah. just leave the others alone to the professionals um but yeah so it's going to be good um the best way to describe it i guess if you've heard have you heard of silk sonic like have you heard their album no, with anderson no, pack and no, bruno no. mars 
it's kind of like a funk um funk it is like hip-hop styled but yeah. it's, it's i think you should listen to it, it yeah. is I, I, I will do the, that as soon as i've uh it is the anderson pack yeah he's my influence to help really? me write this project because yeah. he's the way that he delivers music it's just it's like the only the best way i can describe it is when i listen to his music is i would expect to be in a drop top convertible of some sort yeah just driving down a highway yeah. in amazing weather and i don't know why i'm in america but i am well it's, or it's always would america nice you can't you always can, couldn't do that in the middle of the UK. always just, just cruising exactly <laughs> exactly um so yeah it's just music that i just really enjoy listening yeah. to i like it's not hype music you know it's very much this is going to make you relax this is going to make yeah. you kind of get into it and and just yeah go to another place entirely Brilliant. hopefully it works yeah we'll no that sounds really uh exciting to hear because because I, yeah. I do like i said like i've not really listened to a lot of hip-hop trip-hop that sort mm-hmm. of stuff but since kind of getting to know a lot of unsigned independent artists it's it's one of the genres that's really kind of appealed to me Nice. That, it's creeping up on you. It's it's taking me back to like the days when I used to listen to like So Solid Crew and Craig David yeah. and all those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. I used to think I'd be a rapper and uh, <laughs> that I, kind of thing. I think everyone has yeah. a dream at some point. It's either an athlete or it's a rapper or a singer or something. Yeah. And we all have a dream. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's what I've always wanted to do. And even when I started to just play normal sort of like rock guitar or that sort of stuff, yeah. I always dreamed of doing rock rap cool and like Fort that, minor yeah and like hollywood and nice. dead and all those kinds of cool. sort of like rap rock bands and all that but again it's one of those sort of like a dream that sort of i, mean, I could never string enough words together there's always <laughs> like if you even if you just get involved with yeah. an artist that does want to do that and you do the music you do the guitar work and that yeah. kind of stuff that would be cool as long as you're involved some way yeah yeah no it's 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 it's, it's always one of those i like I say i always get impressed so much by rappers and yeah. hip-hop artist just the way it's so raw passionate and it can just yeah. really pull in and touch things that you wouldn't have even thought of it's true before it's true. And, so and the people that are clever at the same time with their lyrics yeah, as well yeah. it's like okay yeah like kendrick lamar and stuff yeah because you get the ones that are, are sort of just like about riding around shooting people but, yes, but yes. then you get then you get like the music like yours and like you said like Kendrick Lamar and yeah. other people like that where it's a bit more deeper and more about mm-hmm. themselves and personal and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's and more it relatable. Really, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of us. I mean, uh, there is a ton of people that can relate to shooting people. I'm sure. Yeah, most mostly it's, Americans. It's not the day to day. Yeah, it's not your day to day kind of person that you yeah, walk down the yeah. street. Yeah. So I guess with my music, what I tend to kind of get inspiration from is my mental health i suppose yeah. um and everyone can relate to that yeah there isn't anyone that can't relate to mental health to some degree so yeah definitely well it's, it's one of those it's why i started this safe space podcast to be honest was mm. all about sort of talking through during the lockdown musicians and how men- music has helped their mental health and all that kind of okay. stuff because the whole reason of starting this podcast was for my own mental health to give Maybe. myself something to do and all that and share stories and all that kind That's of awesome. thing, and it's um, it's been great to get to know artists like yourselves. Abby, it's been amazing talking with you. Likewise. And getting to know sort of you and your thought behind the music and all that sort of stuff, and it's just made me appreciate your music even more. 
oh, knowing all you. these things and I will definitely try and hunt out that original song. <laughs> oh man, don't do it. Yeah, you might yeah. not ever listen to me or look at me the same way ever again. I don't know. It might one, not be that bad. One regret from this interview mentioning that YouTube yeah. video. I shouldn't have. This is the thing when you're too honest. I need to get someone that can help me with interviews. Yeah, just throw saying. things at your head. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. We spoke about this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I, yeah. it's fine. If yeah. I ever get famous, God help the people interviewing me because yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> get a call from my mama. I, I saw that interview at the BBC. I'd be, what <laughs> did you say? Like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> did, did you pass out? Or... I don't well, know. I just, you just went <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. I just woke up in my bed. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be yeah. fine. Jacqueline yeah. Hyde. Yes. <laughs> That's all you got to do is just, just shut down and just answer. And hope to God you don't say anything that can be taken out of context. That's literally what I've been doing this whole time. So yeah. I'm glad it's been okay. <laughs> Abby, it's been amazing. And before I go on another tangent, um, <laughs> sort of how would, if people want to kind of get to know you, follow your music and all that sort of stuff, what's their sort of best social medias to get you on? Well, Instagram is probably the one I use the most. Yeah. Um, so that's Abby M Power. Yeah. And then someone already stole Abby Power, so I had to put Aww. my middle name's initial in there. <laughs> I was so offended. But there you go. Um, Twitter is the same with Abby underscore M Power. Yeah. Again, someone had oh, taken no. Abby M Power. Um, and then Facebook is just Abby Power, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those are, those are the main ones. But if you type my name in, Abby Power on yeah. Google, everything will come up. It's been amazing chatting with you. And um, like I said, it's been Likewise. great to get to know you. And Thank you for having me on. No, no, no problem. I, I, I do have you. So there you have it. That was my chat with the brilliant Abby Power. She was such a pleasure to talk to, a great laugh. And it's just really, really, as I said in the beginning, just passionate about what she does. And just really easy to get on with and talk to and I cannot wait to hear more and more music from her series of accidental EPs and um, it's it's just going to be great to see what she can come up with in the future and especially if she can put a live show together as I think her with a band on stage it, it'd be a sight to behold I know that sounds really over dramatic but it's it's true I think it'd be a really good thing to watch so as she said, you can follow her across all social media pages. Go and do that now if you haven't already. She's very much a talent to watch. And also, I really hope you've enjoyed getting to know another um, independent artist from the UK music scene. So uh, if you did enjoy this week's episode, please do not hesitate to subscribe, to leave a little review, whatever you want to do, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps to let me know what you sort of think of the interviews and whether you're enjoying the series so far. Um, coming up next week, I have my conversation with a brilliant artist originally from Birmingham, now based down in London. He's called Oliver Beardmore. He's dropping his brand new EP next Friday. Um, so I'm going to be catching up with him finding out as we did with Abby everything music related to Oliver Beardmore so do come back for that and as always you can follow me on all my social medias at Barstool underscore music for everything except for Facebook which is at Barstool Music UK and you can also get in touch via Barstool Music UK at gmail.com and there you can just let me know anything you want or if you're an artist yourself you can drop any links to your music and I'll give it a listen and support you in any way that I can so once again you've been listening to the Safe Space Podcast here on the Barstool Music Podcast channel I've been Luke Knowles. Keep safe and until next week, keep supporting unsigned and independent music.
wherever you are. 